0: He went about the entire region of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance, which led to the forgiveness of sins, as is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a herald's voice in the desert crying, make, re- make ready the way of the Lord, clear him a straight path, every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill shall be leveled, the windings shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth, and all of humankind shall Shall see the salvation of God. This is today's gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The two readings are related, except for one thing, and that is in the reading for next year. <laughs> it talks about John the Baptist. In the readings for this year, it talks about Jesus. And his encounter what does let me take this off. What does it mean for to encounter Jesus in this time of the cycle of our liturgical year, the, circle, the wheel of our year? What does it mean in Advent to encounter um, Jesus? We already encounter Jesus. Jesus resides within us. We have that within us. The Holy Spirit is within us. The Christ consciousness, the seeds of that is within us. That, that access to that knowing and understanding is within us already. So what does it mean? To be reminded that we are waiting for the Lord. And if we if we look at ceremonialism throughout the planet, the cycles of the earth, the cycles of the year are celebrated by people all over the world, in different cultures, in different faith walks, and different spiritualities. It doesn't mean that The presence of the divine is not with us and that we're somehow bereft during this time and we're waiting and waiting for the birth of Jesus, it's more of a remembrance of that which is already occurring within us. And so if we look at the Advent season, a herald's voice in the desert, where are we desert? What is in our lives that that is desert-like? A herald's voice in the desert, in the midst of whatever is going on in our lives, personally, familially, communally, and globally. Whatever is going on, there is a herald's voice crying, make ready the way of the Lord. What does that mean? Make ready the way. What that means is open our hearts. Open, just desire to be open. Make ready the way of the Lord, because the Lord is present within us. Clear a straight path. What are the distractions to that awakening and that awareness of the Christ within us? Clear Him a straight path. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain shall be leveled. The windings shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth. When we desire to be connected with that divine presence within us, and by inference, within all of us, when we desire that, and we, make, we do our inner work to make straight that way, everything else will fall in place. Every ba- valley will be filled. What are the valleys in our lives? What are the mountains in our lives? And that can be, that can be interpreted a couple different ways. Typically, because we are linear beings, we tend to think of the mountains as lofty and majestic, and we consider the valleys as slump, you know. But the valleys can be places of tranquility, of peace, of gentleness, uh, nurtured by the, the strength of the mountains around us. The mountains can also, uh, you know, try to scale a mountain in the desert. And that's a lot of hard work. So, I mean, there are different ways to interpret... Uh, the valleys and the mountains, the windings shall make straight, shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth. And what does that mean for us? What are the windings that we have in our lives that we desire, we want, you know, to just make straight? What are those events in our lives that, that, that we just want to smooth, want to be smooth? Um, what are the rough ways within us? in our families, in our, own, in our own hearts? Where is that roughness that uh, we want to have smoothed? And you notice when you, when you read this scripture, and this is, a, this is a, a, a quote from Isaiah, when that prophet spoke this, he wasn't saying that we have to do, you know, we have to do something for those valleys to, to be leveled and the rough places smoothed and the mountains leveled. And, the you know, it's not that we do something, it's that we open ourselves to the possibility of that event happening. We open ourselves to the possibility of that miraculous twist of events, twist of things. And we all have those in our lives. I I can, you know, um, spend days talking about in my own life, how the miraculous has made smooth the rough areas, has made the valleys level, the mountains, uh, you know. uh, That voice in the desert is very alive. But when we hear that voice, it's really important. A voice cries in the desert, crying, make ready the way of the Lord. It doesn't mean to stay in the desert. It doesn't mean to, I'm, you know, Here, bereft of everything of importance, of meaning, whatever, do something. And then there's this voice that says, Behold. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. What does work is the desire within our hearts to be transformed into what we are called to be. The desire within our hearts to experience life, the way life was Meant to be experienced. We have a right to happiness. We have a right to joy. We have a right to peace. You know, it's it's uh, to me it's impressive that you know this is the Sunday of Advent for peace, and the reading and the lighting of the candle. What was it? Make you know you will be. They will beat their plow, their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. That is a prophecy from Isaiah that will happen. There is no doubt in my mind that there will come a time that war will be old paradigm. We will not want to wage war against one another again. And we will do those things in our societies and in our world. What what does it mean to bend the swords, beat the swords into plowshares, the spears into pruning hooks? What is the the metaphor that that can evoke within us? What is that time? Have we ever dreamed, have we ever sat and actually dreamed of a time when that is possible? Have we ever taken a walk into the distant future and just asked the descendants of that time, how did you move through these times? And what would the response be? We're here because you decided to change. That's prophesied. It is coming to pass. And as believing people, it's our job, (laughs) one, to believe it, but two, to do what we can do out of that belief to bring that about. So part of the valleys and mountains and windings and rough ways is weeding out what is it within us that is warlike. When I'm in the grocery store trying to find something and it's not there because it's sitting offshore in Los Angeles somewhere, where am I drawing a sword? Where am I throwing a spear? Where am I looking at the situation and having to look through the valleys, the mountains, the rough ways, the smooth ways? Our job in this time is believing people and, and no matter what tradition. But if we believe in a future for our species and for the planet, that's the work we need to do in the here and now. Is to do that inner work so that we can face that empty shell, face that um, maniacal driver, face that Uh, Whatever it happens to be. And bring forth that inner peace, that inner spirit that says, yes, this is tough, but I'm going to deal with it. I can deal with it. And, And there we are. And as communities we do that. As individuals we do that. We call upon one another to help when we need the help. Because collectively we're going to make make it through this. Because that's the promise. That's the promise. And when we can see that within ourselves and manifest that within ourselves, it will manifest in the world. And there will come a time that and I'm you know, typically the response is, not in my lifetime. That's a curse. There will come a time, it could be tomorrow, that collectively the whole world decides we are not going to do war again. We are not going to be the way we have been and blocking out the advent, the coming of that Christ consciousness within us.